0: Welcome to the JFTV, Joel Friday TV podcast. This is Joelle Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It's another Tuesday. Another Tuesday. We made it. We back again. Thank you to the Lord for another day, right? But we here. Amazing. We got lots of stuff to cover today. Um, a few topics that we're going to cover that I want to get out the way, or just let you guys know that we may get to may or may not, if the Lord is willing, um, a few of them, I wanted to do a little bit, a few different topics today and not just like harp on one long one, right? I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. So a few of the topics that we're going to cover today, or at least try to cover is for one, the feelings of age. We hear that talked about a lot in society um, the feelings of age, uh, kids and computers. I want to talk about that. And blacks and racism. I want to get into that. So those are a few topics we're going to get into. Maybe some more, maybe less. Uh, we'll see what happens. But first, before we do that, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button, like button, and share button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's, 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 people's about the show so we can get the message out. I messed it up. So we can get the subscribers out and up and the message out. One of these days, I'm going to get it smooth, right, without reading it, and I'm going to just be on fire. But not today. But anyways, make sure you do that. Subscribe. Tell your people to subscribe. Send the message to your people right now. Send it to them right now. We have some time before we get into it. Send it to them now. That way they can click on it and possibly watch a, um, a show. That could be maybe helpful, maybe not. But, you know, why not do it anyway, right? Do that now. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe to all the Bond Network, all the people on the Bond Network, right? Because we got some stuff coming. You know what I mean? So make sure you subscribe to everybody because we got some stuff coming and we we, we doing different things. This is the movement, right? So make sure you subscribe to everybody. And we got some more people coming. Y'all don't know what's about to be coming with Bond. Y'all don't even know. Jesse Lee P is a network. Ooh, y'all ain't ready. So make sure you subscribe now so you don't have to do it later so you don't miss nothing, right? And then hit the little alert. Right. Make sure you do that so you know every time everybody posts a video. Amazing. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Appreciate the chat. Thank you guys for for logging on. got some people in the chat. Amazing. Thank you guys for always tuning in, even though it's a work week. You guys still tune in live. That's amazing to me. You know what I mean? And that's cool. Could you guys give me somebody to talk to and me not just talking with um, Hassan or Nick? Right. But amazing. So last week, a little bit, we talked about, what do we talk about? I have it here. Uh, oh, the biggest threat to society is happiness. We talked about that last week. The biggest threat to society is happiness, right? It's because happ- happiness is temporary. You know what I mean? And the world is taught to strive for happiness. And as soon as they get it, they suck the life out of it. And then you take it away from them. Ooh, they want to kill you that's because happiness was their goal instead of peace and happiness is easy to get have a little sex drink a little beer smoke a little pot and you'll get it but it don't last so we got into that last week so if you want to dive into that and you missed it last week you can rewatch it episode 10 I believe yeah episode 10 I titled the episodes um, in the title and description. So episode 10, if you want to look at um, why the biggest threat to society is happiness. Okay. Today I want to get into a few things. So we're going to jump into it. Um, also, I will be taking calls. We got into some good conversations last week. Um, some good calls came in. Tony called in. We had a, I had a good conversation with Tony and, um, And some other people called in, too, and it was interesting. Um, So call in. You can call in at 888-775-3773, and we could talk about anything, right? Preferably the topics, but if you want to go off topic, that's fine, too. Um, Give me a call, and let's talk. Let's fellowship or argue. Either one. 888-775-3773. So amazing. So, it's been an interesting week um, because there's always some stuff going on. And sometimes we don't, like, like everything that goes on. But it makes for good conversation and a good lesson, right? But in the midst of it, it kind of sucks sometimes, you know? But only because we have the wrong perspective of these things that happen to us. But um, so much stuff be happening and then I'm able to talk about it on the show and then make sense of it, um, reflect on it and then, you know, make sense of it and then talk about it on the show, which is so cool. I'm grateful for that. And today, one of those things was a few of those things, but today, I'ma start off with kids on computers because, ooh, I be seeing this a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, do I wanna do that one first? I do not want to do, we'll do kids on computers real quick. I've been seeing that a lot because parents oftentimes um, don't know what to do with their kids. So they just throw a computer in front of them. They don't know how to deal with them. They don't know how to handle them. Why? Because society has taught to have kids but not raise them. Just have them. It's a beautiful thing, family, but they don't know how to raise them. So when it gets hard, what do they do? Throw a computer in front of their faces. And guess what happens? The computer actually raises them and the computer actually captures their attention to get them to focus on the computer and actually kind of behave, right? It takes their attention and now they're not crying. They're entertained and you ain't had to do nothing. And it looks like everything is all good in the hood, right? Until your kid grows up and ain't got no tools of life. This is happening. No tools of life. Putting a computer in front of a kid and leaving it in front of them, I think it's okay to every once in a while, but when you leave a computer in front of the kid, that's the laziest thing you can do as a parent. It's the laziest thing you can do. And you should be telling yourself this. That's the laziest thing you can ever do as a parent. And some people don't know that that's what's going on. They don't know that, um, well, they know it's going on, but they don't know how to raise their kids. So they are just like looking for some peace in any kind of way, and they finally get it. So they're like, okay, I'll just give them the computer. But that's so lazy. And your kid seems like he's entertained now, but you're setting them up for failure in the future. I'm going to tell you why. Because kids don't learn how to socialize. They're awkward. They don't know how to interact with people. So then when they don't know how to interact with people and then there's people who make fun of them because they're acting weird because they don't know how to interact, then they're seen, they see it as bullying, they get bullied. And then what happens when they get bullied? Depression, anxiety, all this kind of stuff which can lead to other stuff, right? Because they don't know how to socialize. They don't know how to interact because they don't know what it means to be outside. Living life. Seeing life. What the? Why do I always get a call? Jason. Jason. He's going to see this. Stop calling me. I'm. You know I did a show at this time, man. Jason is the guy that's in the intro. The intro song. He, I don't know why he's calling me right now when he knows I'm doing a show. But anyway. Come on, man. But the kids don't know how to interact and they don't know how to socialize. Cause they're not living life, they're not out in the world. And they there is stuff that you learn from the computers though. There is stuff that you learn. And you're learning things on the computer. And, and the computer has a lot of information. But without experience, and this is just my opinion, without experience, it never turns to wisdom. It's just a bunch of information that they get knowledge. Without you ever, without you being able to put it into practice, living life, and this goes for adults too, not just kids, right? But without you, like, going out in the world and um, living life and just, like, experiencing, then your information really never turns to wisdom, right? It doesn't, like, ground itself in your spirit because um, you're not living life. And kids got that really bad. This new generation of kids got that really bad. And it's because it's the age of technology and technology is not evil. People want to just point and just say technology is evil. Technology is not evil. It's, it's the ab- abuse of technology, the abuse of everything, right? Computers are great tools when you use them as tools, not, not as a distraction. So this is my advice to the parents. Um, It's important that it's actually not even just important. This is what should happen. Kids should be out building relationships, getting their heart broken, getting in fights. Are you a mom riding a bike and breaking some bones? Now, I'm not saying you strive for these things, strive to get in fights, strive. I ain't trying to put that. the wrong message out I'm just saying that when these things happen they're good Cause you learn from them right that's life these things happen and it's better that they happen and why why they don't why parents don't allow them to happen is because they want to protect their kids so much biggest mistake they want to protect their kids so much it's become so soft because they don't want them to get hurt because because the world is jacked up right there's a lot of stuff going on so I can understand why you have that in your head that you don't want your kids you want to protect your kids but you gotta let them live a little bit too though you gotta let them experience trust God to guide them you gotta let them go out in the world because they're gonna one day have to face it And you don't want them to face it unprepared. You know what I mean? So let them get their heart broken. Let them get in a fight. Let them argue with you. Let them break a bone. Let them burn their hand. Let them fall off the chair. Let the dad let them. And dads, do it. You know what I mean? That's the greatest thing. Um, So, anyways, I just wanted to say that really quick. I want to get off that because I want to get into some other things. I hope that made sense. Um, Ain't nothing wrong with Instagram, TikTok, and all these things, right? It's just the abuse of it. Like, have fun on TikTok, have fun on Instagram. But then put your phone down to eat. You know what I mean? Put your phone down and go on a date. Go hang out with your friends. Spend time with your family. Put the phone down for a second. And we can go back to the phone. That's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with the phone. But we just got to be smart smart about it. But anyway, moving on. There was another thing that I realized. Uh, By the way, call him. We got some callers already calling in, but call in 888-775-3773. So we can get into it. Because we're ooh, about to get, ooh, we getting into it some more. we getting into it some more. Um, I want to talk about age real quick, too. Age. It's real, MD said, <laughs> never mind, I can't repeat that. Um, Lewin said a dad here and hundred percent with you on this, on this one, Joel Friday, hey, amen. People know, people understand, people understand, um, who have families and who are trying to overcome and who are seeking the truth. They know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Because, um, we see the results from, from the kids. We see what's 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 happening what's what's the cause of it, so we gotta just be better um but next topic I didn't want to get to was age age, because my whole life, I've been told that um just wait till you hit thirty. Wait till thirties come. Ooh, it's gonna be hard downhill. You ever hear that song? I yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like so. Like everybody always says, like okay, when when the thirties come, that's when your body changes. That's when that's when it starts to hurt. That's when all the stuff. It's definitely true. Yeah, I, I see. You think so? You think so? <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's a myth anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm get father, into that. father time is undefeated father, father, <laughs> I'm gonna get into that because maybe for um i'm gonna just speak on my perspective and somebody may have a different story and different experience i'm gonna speak on my perspective is that i never like never in my entire life felt age or even thought about age ever, and I never knew to, i never knew that I never thought about. Okay, and that's easy for me. Obviously, people are going to feel like, it's easy for you to say, you're young, you're 30. I'm 31. But people are going to say, oh, that's so easy for you to say, you're young, 30. But 30 came, and I don't feel, I feel I've never felt age. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm not just like, just throwing stuff out here. I'm going to tell you why. Um, the only thing that I may have felt is, um, just a little bit more uh, mature and more um, uh, stronger, in a sense of like health, because my diet has changed and all that stuff from thirty-one to twenty-one. But from thirty-one to twenty-one, I feel this like I just I feel I've never felt age. It ages and feel and. I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't feel it. And people are always like, oh, like I hear this all the time. Like when people hit 30 in the thirties they say, oh, my back's starting to hurt now. I used to have back problems at 21. I'm 31 and I have 90% of my back problems are gone. I had back problems at 21 and I'm 31. I never felt age. And then, um, I think the reason why people feel age is because over time we've changed our our activities from our adolescence, right? Because obviously when we're young, we have more natural energy, right? And our natural energy um, allows us to want to do activities. And when you're young, you just want to play, have fun, right? You don't have responsibilities like that. So you just want to use that energy up, right? You eat whatever you want. So we have all these activities that we're doing and – What comes from activities, blood flow, heart's pumping. Your heart's pumping, your blood's flowing good, right? When your blood's flowing good, you got energy. Your adrenaline is going, right? So when we're young, we're good because we're active. I think people feel age is when they stop becoming active, right? They start working and they start getting tired after work and then they get lazy and then they lay down and take uh, three naps Never wrong with taking a nap, but they take three of them and then um, they don't feel like doing this, feel like doing that, and then they eat a lot and all that stuff, right? And then you feel age because the only time I ever hurt, the only time I ever feel like physical pain ever is when I eat bad foods or like conflict, right? Conflict. Then, of course, you feel pain, like, ooh, this sucks. But I mean, like, physical pain, like my back hurts or, like, uh, my knees are hurting. The only time I ever feel physical pain like that, not spiritual pain, but physical pain is when I eat bad, right? When um, I don't plan my day's schedule, when I don't prioritize my money, um, and when that kind of stuff happens, right? When I step outside, when I'm not obedient to my responsibilities is when I feel hurt, pain, physical pain. And that's because I'll use food when I eat bad as an example is because when you eat bad, and this goes across the board on anything, whether it's you not going to the gym when you need to, you not cleaning your house, all that is when those, everything, when everything you're supposed to do gets skipped, even cleaning your house cleaning your car that's still recognized as not taking care of your responsibility. And there's still a reaction to your body that you may not even realize to your spirit too, because you're not taking care of what's in front of you to do responsibilities. And that matters. That plays a part in your ego, your emotions, all that stuff. But anyway, um, when, I eat bad, I realize it's because, when when that happens, is um, I'm not getting the proper blood flow. Right? I'm not getting the proper blood flow because what I'm eating is, um, it slows me down. Right? It slows me down. And um, I'm more foggy. And all that is because, um, but the my everything that's supposed to be working in here is being like tampered with. With with what I like whatever I ate that was bad, because if your body is used to doing one thing and then you throw something off with it, it freaks out. It don't know what to do. Right. So it doesn't work the same properly. So I do my back starts to hurt and my knees start to hurt when I don't eat right. Right because my blood flow slows down, I can feel I feel more tired and da da da. Right? But when I do just take care of my responsibilities, the simple things that are in front of me to do, and I do that, for one, you build momentum. And that momentum keeps your heart pumping and which keeps your blood flowing. But it's not even just that. Right? That's true, though. That's why you're supposed to exercise to keep the blood flowing, keep your heart pumping. That helps you give the energy, right? But building momentum, doing what you're supposed to do, it gives you a confidence because you're doing what you're supposed to do. You feel right, right? You don't feel sluggish. You don't feel like I shouldn't have did that. You gain confidence because you know that you did. You feel right, right? And I don't drink coffee ever. I don't drink coffee ever. I don't drink caffeine. Um, It just don't. Well, I mean, it's not natural energy for one. But if you do it, I mean, that's up to you. You know, I'm not telling you to stop doing it. But I don't do it for me because it messes me up. And I don't feel happy with myself. And. I don't have to drink caffeine though. That's the crazy thing. I haven't drink. I never like coffee, so I don't drink. I never drink coffee like that. But caffeine, I haven't drinking in years, over five years, maybe over ten. Right? Because I don't need to anymore. Because I have I have um, energy, and I'm gonna tell you why. I do work out in the mornings. And when I work out in the mornings before I go to work or go do whatever work I have to do, it gives me that energy. It gives me that boost, right? But I don't crash. I don't crash. I don't ever crash because um, it's coming from within, not only from and, and from the pump too, from the pump, um, but also, which I'm going to get into, is um the spiritual energy too the natural energy but really quick if you just work out or for, just for me I work out before I uh do it I start my day with the workout but it's either some kind of exercise so sometimes I I dance I, I prepare for my classes in the mornings just to get a uh uh get my blood flowing uh or whatever exercise um sometimes I used to run I don't I hate running but I used to run um, because I had a reason that I needed to run. So I was running, and that helped me get going for the day, energy. And I'm at work full of life. 95% of the time, 95% of the time when I'm at work, full of life, full of energy. No, no caffeine, no coffee needed. And I realized that's just because I've I've found over time what works for me. And um, I found, like, uh, access to um, or, like, develop the momentum to where that momentum has built up the energy in me to perform at a high level. And I'm still growing, too. I'm, like, not where I want to be, right? But we shouldn't have, like, where we want to be, right? That's, That's, like, a setup. So I need to work on that. But, like, I've gotten to this point because um, I've learned what works. And the most important thing of all, I saved it for last on purpose. The working out and not drinking the caffeine and, like, um, keeping your heart pumping right and eating right. And all that stuff is nice. Taking care of responsibilities. All that stuff is nice. If you don't meditate, don't matter. You got to Meditate. That's probably the greatest one. And it seems like it's doing the less work, to be honest. The meditation, it seems like it's doing the less work. But meditation is the most important one. Because you know what drains you the most? Emotions. Because they stir you up here, and you got you spinning. And and everything is going, right? And then when you're upset, you crash down to the ground. Just like happiness, right? You're feeling good, excitement, and then when you're disappointed, you crash to the ground. And you're worn worn the heck out. You're like, how did I get here? Emotions will drain you, have you overthinking, spinning your wheels. So meditation is actually the most important thing because when you're present, is where you're most energetic. Because God is in the present. All the energy we need Everything we need is already in the present. It's in the moment, right? And we have all we need in the moment, but we just don't know how to stay in the moment. We just don't know how because we've just been taught so, so wrongly growing up. But meditation helps you stay present. And just enough to recognize your thoughts and to recognize how they're stirring up your emotion, you can stop it by recognizing it, right? And it'll stop you from draining yourself out. And then you can go... 12-hour work days, like a man should be working. And I'm not saying um, you got to work 12-hour days. Nothing like that, right? Because you should work a good good day's work, right? Eight hours, whatever. But when you're, like, catching a flow and, like, you're led to it, you'll be able to work 12-hour, 14-hour days without it being forced. You're just doing it because it's like, Man, I got stuff I got to get to. I got to get work done. And I and and I see that this needs to get done. And then you get it done and you still got energy at the end of the day. Cuz that's God's God's source. And we learn to find that over time by just being aware. Aware of what we eat, meditating, working out and it's just by doing what's simply in front of you to do. Some days I don't even work out. Why? Because some days my responsibility is to clean my, clean my place, clean my room. Right? Clean the bathroom. That's just as important as going to the gym. Because that's what's in front of you to do. Hanging out with your family. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes that's import- just as important as going to work, going to the gym because it's a responsibility. Taking a vacation, sometimes it's needed. Taking a break, taking a nap. Like those are not, the world teaches you that. You gotta work, you gotta work so much. You gotta work, 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 work. But work can also kill you. Vacation is also just as important. Family time is also just as important. Prayer, working out, cleaning your bathroom, cleaning your house. These things can't get skipped. That's also work. So um, the point is, and I'm going to move on, and I'm going to take a a call maybe, is I don't feel, I don't feel, and I think Jesse has talked about this too, is that. Because Jesse's 73 and looks amazing. I think Jesse's 73. 73 or 74. And look at him looking 60-50. You know what I mean? And I think he said that too. He Like he feels great or whatever. But it's like cause we're not supposed to feel age. We only feel age because we're not doing something right. And if you're starting to feel age, you got to question, why do I feel age? I need to figure out why I feel age and then ask God, why help me? And he'll show you the way if you're truly seeking it, right? But I don't feel age and age doesn't have a feeling. That's a lie. And you only feel age because your lifestyle is allowing your body to decay. I didn't know this until one day I realized like, wow, this is crazy how this is like, I'm learning. I'm learning this stuff in my own life. And like I said, 95% of the time, I'm feeling energy and um, I have a natural energy. But there's also a part of the time where it ain't. I ain't feeling it and it's rough. So I ain't saying that like um, it ain't going to be like that, right? But as you learn and grow, you just develop more and more and more. But you're not supposed to be hurting. Now obviously when you get to a certain um a certain a certain age, maybe things slow down. I don't know, because I haven't got there yet. But Jesse's doing all right. He in his 70s. You know what I mean? And he be healthy. So I don't know. I'm trying to just believe. I, I don't know about this age thing that the world's teaching. But anyway, um, let me take a a call really quick. I'm going to take a call and then I'm going to talk about, um, oh, I got another topic to talk about. I hope I'm making sense here, y'all. Drink lots of water, says Lord Colin. Drink lots of water. That's true. That is true. Drink lots of water. And if you have water with you, um, you'll, you'll end up drinking it more. And there's substitutions for if you can't just drink water straight because it's too hard because you've been drinking so much soda. There's there's baby steps to get you to where you need to go. So don't you don't be using no excuses. You know what I mean? There's uh carbonated water with flavor. Right? There's juice, there's crystal light, there's steps you can take. You know what I mean? But you'll get there, man. You just got to just keep pushing. I got to go take. Okay, let me take call real quick because I want to get to this last topic. And, ooh, I want to get. Okay, let me go to Patrick out of Denmark. Patrick out of Denmark, you're on the show. You're on the air. Welcome to the show. Patrick. Patrick, where you at, man? going on once going on twice bye <laughs> he maybe he uh maybe he's some happened call back in Patrick if you wanna talk again but anyway um this last topic I don't know about last because there's a couple of them but I'm gonna get into this and we'll see where we get is that I see, I don't mean to laugh, but I seen this, I heard on the radio, I was driving. <laughs> There's a couple of photos in the uh, in the folder, Hasan. I'll let you know um, when you could bring it up. Actually, as I get into the title of this, uh, I want you to bring it up. Um, I was driving in the car And it came on a radio and it said, Homelessness in the black community is rampant due to racism. I couldn't help but like stop for a moment. And then I looked it up. I said, black are homeless. Blacks are homeless due is homeless due to racism and it says on google most minority groups especially african americans and indigenous people experience homelessness homelessness at higher rates than whites largely due to longstanding historical and structural racism as soon as i heard this i wrote i wrote it in my notes i wrote it down in my notes cuz like i got to talk about this because why and of course they don't tell you why they think this this is the case due to racism why there's no white homeless people asian i see all kinds of homeless people everywhere oh yeah maybe there are more in blacks but there's a reason oh there's a reason and we're gonna get into it right now you can put me back up we're gonna get into it but if homelessness if you're homeless Whose fault, right? And I don't mean to, like, be um not to have um, understanding. Because it's important to understand that people go through tough stuff, right? And that's to be understood. And you don't want to judge. But at the same time, you also don't want to accept pointing a finger. Uh-uh. You ain't about to point the finger at somebody else for your life. Never. I'm homeless because of racism? No. And let's just say, and maybe, maybe there's, let's just say there's some structures in place that that may um, make it harder for you to do certain things. That's life though. Not everybody wants you to win. And not everybody gets out your way so you can win. But what are you supposed to do then? What do you do? Whose fault is that? You let them keep you down? To some degree, it's unfortunate that people get in your way, for sure. But it's your fault if you don't move on and get out the way. It's your life. Oftentimes, black people are denied housing because they don't pay back. <laughs> they don't hold down a job. That's a reality. And I understand what it means not to pay back. I understand what it means not to hold down a job. But when those when those things happen to me, I, I realize it's me. What the... I don't care about no racism and and I'm not saying that there's not people out there who do do evil stuff to you based off of false reasons like your skin because they're jealous, especially jealousy for no reason. They just hate you. You know what I mean? Like there's people that do that, but so what you going to do about it? That's what That's what, That's what. what I always think of. I'm like, are you serious? We're just going to keep pointing a finger like that? Do something about it, man. And I'm not saying fight. But where's God? In your life, where's God in your life? And if the white devils did hold you back, where's your faith in God, man? Isn't God greater than the white devils? You're not where you need to be in life because of you. That's factual. And I know why people do it, though. I know why the homeless blame the racism, housing, and the white devils, and um, the white supremacy and racism. I know why. Because it's easier to blame and hate than to forgive and get your butt off the ground. And get your butt up. That's harder to do. Because we don't always see how to do that. I understand. Boy, I understand that. You don't always see how you're going to do it. But I've never thought, like, I couldn't do it. I never thought that I couldn't do it. And maybe I'm more fortunate in that way. I don't know. But I'm. everybody can do it. Everybody has done it. Many people have been through insane situations and overcome. A point the finger, man. That's so like, and this is why, this is why black crime too and black issues go uncorrected by society. I'm going to tell you this right here, it's important. Why black crime and black issues go uncorrected by society. I'm gonna tell you why. The world has given up on most most blacks. The world has given up on most blacks. Why? Because most pla- most blacks have given up on themselves. That's the facts. I ain't gonna sit up here and keep trying to help you if you don't wanna help yourself. So, what, I'm, what am I gonna do? Move? Leave you alone? The world has left blacks alone. That's why the, it, the blacks go uncorrected because nobody wants to deal with them because it's a problem. Nobody wants to deal with that. So we're like, okay, well, I'm done dealing with you. I'm not dealing with you. And it's not that racism you're hard to deal with. And obviously we're talking about blacks here. So I have to say this because I know people take it out of context. Everybody has issues that make themselves hard to deal with. But I'm talking about black people right now. It's not just black people that got issues. I got to say that for the people who, for like Tony and those people. (laughs) You know what I mean? But we're talking about blacks right now. The world don't want to mess with you because you stopped messing with you. Blacks are expected to do bad. Blacks are expected to do bad. So nobody, they just, that's why we don't, that's why the world doesn't judge them anymore. And they just let things go because they're expected to do bad. And you should be ashamed of that. I'm ashamed of that. I don't put myself in that category. I'm black. I don't put myself in that category because that's, that's shameful. That I that I'm expected to do bad, but it's true, I'm expected to do bad. I think I got through high school because I was expected to do bad because <laughs> my grades weren't it. I don't know how I got through it, but somehow I graduated. I had help. But we're expected to do bad. And that's and that's because we do bad. That's it. We all know that the crime in inner cities and around the world by black is out of control, man. Blacks know it. Blacks know it. Is there a lack of understanding and a lack of empathy from society? Absolutely, for sure. I'm going to give you that. There's a lack of understanding of what people actually go through and why they are the way they are. And oftentimes it's easy to point the finger and say you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And that sometimes comes off as cold and that drives people to do more angry stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And the people who are not understanding, they need to work on that. We all do. Because understanding is love. God uses understanding and love. God, because, because God understands is why he, he's able to love us. Because he understands it. So understanding is love. But it doesn't excuse the fact that you're out of, out of line, out of control. So just because somebody doesn't understand, does that mean a man can is to continue in his foolishness? No. So I'm going to say this last thing. Stop waiting for your dad to come home. And this is so factual. Ooh, this is factual. Stop waiting for your dad to come home. Forgive him and get your life together. Stop waiting for your dad to come home. Because that's what we're all waiting for, right? That's what we've all at one point, as we've overcome, and or when we're in that fallen state, We think it's racism and all that stuff, but we just want dad to come home and teach us and help us. We resent daddy and mommy, right? But we want dad to come home to protect us. That's what we really want, right? Stop waiting for dad to come home. And stop blaming your dad. And maybe you need to blame mom a little bit. No, I'm playing. (laughs) You don't blame anybody. But hold people accountable. Yeah, your mom had issues. Yeah, your dad had issues. But stop waiting on them to fix their issues. Forgive them and get your life together. Get your life together. I'm speaking that to the people who blame and point these fingers. The Black Lives Matter, all this stuff. Stop blaming. Because you're going to get all you want. You're going to get all you want. You're going to get all of it. The house, the car, the saris. You're going to get all of it. You're still going to be destructive. No peace. Hateful. Angry. And guess what? Now nobody like you. Stop waiting for dad to come home forgive them, and get your life together. That's the only way. Find God. The true Father. Find God. Anyway. That's my message. Uh, I hope that makes sense. I just had to get that off my chest, to be honest. Um... Because I'm hearing it on the radio. I'm seeing it everywhere. We've been seeing this, right? Um, But come on, man. Come on. You know what I mean? We got to relax. Patrick is back on the line. Let me go to Patrick really quick. Um, Patrick out of Denmark. Welcome to the show. You're on the air, Patrick. What's going on? Lord have mercy. Boy. <laughs> Patrick. What the? Patrick's gone. Okay, Patrick, I can't take you again, man. Cause I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you, I don't know. But anyway, I hope that all made sense. Um, I just think that um we just got to be honest. I think the most important thing that we have to do um is just be honest with ourselves, man. That's that's the mo- and that's probably the hardest thing to do. It's not the most some people um it may be easier for them to be honest due to whatever, right? But that's where we need to um Focus our attention first is being honest and taking accountability. Just be honest. You don't got to tell everybody everything, right? But be honest with yourself and be honest to God. And I think people are afraid to be honest because they're afraid of what they're going to find. They're they're afraid that they think that they're going to be a bad person if they admit to the wrongs that they did. But you're set free. And that's what's not taught is that honesty sets you free. You're like, you're free of that, like, burden of guilt. Because God doesn't judge by that. Honesty is the best thing you can ever do for yourself. And then once you're honest, and then you can allow yourself to, and here's another hard thing that's not taught, is allow yourself to allow it to Change. I think we're also scared that we're not going to be able to change if we admit to it. Right? Because it's like, dang, I must be this. Right? And then we think that we have to accept this, but that's not you. Right? That's just some things that you do due to your environment, due to your circumstances, due to the way you were raised. But it's up to you. Not to be like, man, my life sucks. And um, wow, my mom, my dad, these people around me made me this, but to figure out, okay, well now what do we do next? God, man, God, God. And that's why it says in the Bible um, to repent. Right? And then God can forgive you. When you repent, God can forgive you. I'm telling you, be honest with yourself at all times. Take it. Ain't nothing more, um, alpha male than being honest with yourself, even through the crazy stuff that you do. And you may feel like a beta for doing the things that you did, but ain't nothing more alpha than admitting to it, to yourself. You ain't always got to say it to people. Honestly, honesty changes you. And then another thing, meditate. Meditate. The silent prayer, prayer, whatever you want to call it, the point is being present. Being present. When you're present, you act, everything is in front of you. And I'm still trying to learn this myself. Everything's in front of you already. It's already here. It's right here. The answer is right here in the present. But we're just like, we're just like so lost in like the thoughts going 80 miles an hour this way. All the thoughts going like this and the emotions got its way up here. And then we're down here and then we're like this. And then we're like, right? But God been like this in the present, just looking at you and he just been quiet and still smiling and just waiting for you to meet them here too. But when we finally get here, we feel pain, right? Because we're not used to, we actually live life based off of emotions, right? We don't feel normal unless we're like this. So when we get here, it's like, ah, this sucks. This is painful. I feel pain. It's the ego that's dying. So we can't be here. And what meditation does, Because meditation allows you to discipline yourself so that you can start to stay here. And then the pain gets easier, easier, less and less and less to where now you're here. And when you're here, guess what? This is all your energy. All your energy is here. Your life, your peace, everything's here. Life flows. It makes sense. You don't need no coffee. You don't need none of that stuff. Because you find it here, right? Because this is where God is but we just have to discipline ourselves by doing what we see to do. Meditation is the most important thing. I didn't know this. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson for introducing this to me. Meditation. Cause I was the guy that was always in my head about everything. Still to this day, I'm still battling with getting out of my head because I lived in my head since I came out the womb. I've always been in my head my entire life. And the way I used to be, I wish you guys would have known me. Ain't no way I would be here talking. Boy, I used to, when I was on the audio engineer, I used to have pain. I used to be afraid of watching Jesse up here talking to the camera. I'd be like, how does he do? How does he do that? That's so scary. I used to have pain watching James talk to the camera for two hours and I used to be behind the board. I used to be scared. I'm like, how does he do That's scary. Don't ask me to to, uh, sit in for you. Like that's (laughs) because just being in the head, but meditation, Lord, it don't seem like it's working, but I'm telling you, it leads to all things. It leads to all things. Never stop the, the meditation. Never stop the meditation. Never. Because that's what makes you grounded. That's what grounds you. You want to start your day grounded, and you want to go to sleep grounded because you get attacked in your sleep. Trust me, attacked in your sleep. Uh, The Satan gets you in your sleep. He'll get you in your sleep. Facts. I've been got my sleep multiple times. But you want to be grounded at all times. And you'll be able to be in the clouds, too. I said it last week that the eagle shoots you into the sky and you see the beautiful view. All the views so beautiful. The sky, the sunset is so nice. I see everything. I'm on top of the world but the ego does not catch you when you fall. Peace, God, will have you, up to the moon, looking at the view, and you even higher, and it's beautiful and everything, but your feet never left the ground, so you never smack. You stand tall, you're standing. Meditation, I'm telling you. God, find God. God will lead you to all things. Just find God. Ask him. Lord, help me. I need you. Help me. And he'll lead you to meditation. He'll lead you to all the things you need to do. Just find him. And that's all you got to do. I got to go because Nick is about to come in for the the, the Anchor Baby show. I forgot the title. But I got to go. I got to leave now because I'm not trying to be on Black People Time. I'm trying to end right on time, so I'm in it right now. Thank you guys for watching. You guys are always amazing tuning into the show. Make sure you tell all the people about the show. Send send, uh, send your people this video. Subscribe uh, subscribe to me across the board, Joel Friday TV and The Gift of Dance. we got some things coming. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you catch Nick's show. Don't go nowhere. Catch Nick's show. We're doing a setup behind the scenes right now so we can get going. Don't leave. And make sure you subscribe to everybody across the platform. You guys are amazing. Thank you. And then I'll see you next week. Bye.